Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And this is one of the DNQ files where we take a look at a song that either failed to make it to Eurovision at all or failed to make it through to the Eurovision Grand Final. And it's an extra special episode today because I have some more fabulous guests. So joining me today, I have Novimpia, who are a drag queen duo made up of Nova and Olympia. And now, if you're a fan of drag and on the internet and you have YouTube, you've probably seen their brilliant videos. So they have brilliant parody videos or they have videos where Nova opens some terrible toys and plays with them, <laughs> most two Olympias discussed. So, hello and welcome to the podcast. Oh my god, hi! Hello, thanks, thanks for, so having for having us! us. <laughs> so yeah, um, Magic Mixies, they're shit, aren't they? Oh god, Why bother? Honestly, disaster area. <laughs> then we're not doing another one of those. Well, obviously we are. Well, yeah, but it's, it's the type of like advertising campaign that I still fall for as a 30-year-old man. That's because you're a fucking idiot. So as a child, <laughs> I would absolutely have wanted one of those. But gosh, yeah, to any parents out there haven't seen it, don't bother. No, I don't. But yeah, but, but, but I, I haven't played one, but I've watched your videos and Olympia just, you look just so annoyed throughout. <laughs> It's just so expensive. I just, I just, I feel for the parents around the world who have been conned into buying this utter shite and it doesn't work. <laughs> and you just think like, that's Christmas up the wazoo, isn't it? Because it doesn't fucking Not the work. Wazoo. It doesn't work. <laughs> but here today, we are here to talk about Eurovision, which is something that we all three love. Yes, it's another form of like a gay Christmas, isn't it? Yes. Well, I think, listen, I'm of the opinion that you should like any kind of excuse to like have a big sort of like party or celebration or something, apart from Christmas, can't understand that. <laughs> um, yeah, then, you know, get into it. I think it's fun. Just the whole like run up. You can like always click on to like Wikipedia, see something like an update, like, oh, what about what have Albania decided to throw in? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so it's exciting. So, so one question I always ask anyone who comes on a podcast is mm. what, is your earliest memory of Eurovision? Um, my earliest memory is going around my friend Al's house and um, they're Polish. And I believe it may have been the year that Poland debuted, which was like mid nineties possibly. Um, and it was like one of those really old boxy TVs. They had it on top of the fridge in the kitchen. We all just sat around eating god knows what she cooked she threw anything in a pan that woman <laughs> and we um yeah we watched it and they just they shat on it the entire way through and i had no concept of what it was and i secretly was like oh this is terrible and i was like oh i can't wait till i can throw parties about this that's probably my <laughs> earliest memory my earliest memory would be i had one of those was it like now number compilation cds and I remember having one for Christmas that, was it Jessica Garlic? Baby, come back. Oh, that was great. She was on there. And I it was the first time I ever heard the song before and I loved it. And um, I remember through that learning that she was a Eurovision contestant and then pleading with my parents to let me watch Eurovision for the next couple of years. And it took a while before they would put it on because it was on quite late and it's obviously very long and they had no interest. And I bet your dad hates it. But I'm trying to think of like the the first show I consciously remember watching. And I remember Lena Satellite winning. I don't know if I can remember Ooh. 
before. Oh, that's quite earlier. recent. That yeah. was 2010. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can remember. It may have been. I can't, yeah, 2010, I think it was. Oh, that's, yeah. That might have been when I took like a conscious interest rather than just like a casual... Like, She's a late bloomer. <laughs> God, I feel ancient now. Because like I've mentioned it before on the podcast, my earliest memory is Gina G. Oh my uh, God. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> Bless Gina G. She did such a good job in that tiny, impossibly tiny outfit. <laughs> impossibly tiny. There was just no outfit, was there? She came out with a piece of tinfoil on, called it a day. Tinfoil and hope. So before we... I Well, before I force you to listen to a song of questionable quality, <laughs> um, one thing I want to bring up is, you know, your set at uh, Bournemouth Pride. Uh, oh, both yes. last year and uh, Nova, your set this year. Yes. Full of Eurovision bangers. It was well, only. This, yeah, it, uh, only Eurovision songs. It was only that. It's only so Eurovision. Tricky. <laughs> it's tricky, though, because you, you might assume some sort of, you know, gay pride event. There would be, obviously, everyone's into Eurovision. But I feel like, certainly here, it's very, it, it's daytime. It runs family-oriented. And if you say, like, we, we've always been like, any Eurovision fans? And then they'll be like, woo! And then they, they literally expect ABBA. <laughs> when you when you throw Natalia Gordienko at them, and they're like, "What is this?" It was interesting though because this year I was not the only person who did that. There was another queen um, called Lady Allen who also did similar length set, all Eurovision songs, but kind of like the opposite. So she did all the upbeat dance songs, and I did more of the like singy. She didn't have songwritery the, songs. The, the stupidity to attempt Space Man like you did. I think I pulled that off. I- all right. <laughs> your, your version of Spaceman, what I saw in the video, was good. Thank you. Yeah. That was very high-pitched. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Unlike your performance. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's a rich one for me because I, I, I took uh, that song to the ukulele club I go to and it was really great oh fun gosh. though because just seeing these old blokes who haven't got a fucking clue, you know, with these difficult chords and these high-pitched vocals and I'm like, I'm nailing it in my head. <laughs> you did a ukulele version? Yeah. Okay, sure. It is a fun song, though. It's such a fun <laughs> song, but it is impossibly difficult to sing. He has a very large mouth. Yeah. yeah he needs such a large mouth and such a large range. Yes. How many fists do you reckon he could fit in his mouth in one go? <laughs> um. Oh, well. Well, we've got, we've got tickets to see him. We could try. Um. <laughs> But we'll find throw out. a goldfish at his face. <laughs> a goldfish? Well, he's a redhead, so. Well, nice. I said fists, but, you know, fish also makes oh, sense. Fists. Yeah. I was like, what, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, I thought goldfish? you said fish. I thought you said fish. How many fish any can you fit in his mouth? No, I'd like to see his underwear. Right. <laughs> that's neither here nor there, though. We can, all right. That's fine. <laughs> right. Are you ready to enjoy a song from... Um, a national final for Eurovision. <laughs> do you are you going to tell us any context about this, or do we just d- so, dive into it fun and the farm? I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. So, um, w- was it Nova? Was it yourself? I was speaking with uh, to arrange all this. Yes. Or was it yes? Predominantly, thought, yeah. predominantly yes. So I asked, you know, when did you start getting into the national finals? Because I didn't want to show you something you might have already seen. Okay. So we're going to Estonia for Eesti Lau in 2016. Okay. Uh, we're going to be listening to a song by Meister Jan called I'm gonna try this. Oh no. Palmupilihulus. That's my attempt at pronouncing the title of this song. Vokimidimpopo. We're not familiar with it from that, are we? So. No, I mean we didn't actually watch National Fight. When did we start watching? Very, very recently. It wasn't I that wanna long say ago. it might have even been lockdown 
as something to do that year and, and we, we watched, watched all, so many we watched nearly all of them apart from maybe which one did we, we skip would, we would occasionally watch <laughs> Melody Festival in but that was kind of like the only yeah, one so this would and probably we really be, broadened our horizons during lockdown this would probably be just before we started doing all of this business so yes we've never seen it very excited to, to d- dive in hmm. <laughs> right then let's do this this episode of a DNQ files is brought to you by Surfshark VPN. As we approach a national selection season with rapid speed, you may find yourself wanting to access certain geo-blocked streaming content, and with Surfshark you can quickly and easily do that by simply, I don't know, you could change your location to Germany, and that way you can access Unterlied for Liverpool. Or if you want to go back to where the whole contest began, you can change your location to Italy for Sanremo 2023. Not only that, but Surfshark encrypts your data, so when you're travelling the world, I don't know, maybe you're coming over to Liverpool for Eurovision, and you find yourself on public Wi-Fi in places that rhyme with, oh, Tarbucks and Flacdonalds, you can stop anybody snooping on your online activity. Simply visit surfshark.deals slash thinkabouteuro, enter promo code thinkabouteuro for 83% off and three extra months for free. Anyway, back to the podcast. Parmopillihullus. That's really difficult to say. I had that on my knee once. Oh. Okay. So the title of this song is called Juice Harp Madness, or alternatively Jaw Harp Madness. Juice? What's the Jews? Jews Harp Madness is the exact translation. But Jews Harp, you're going to see him play with Jaw Harp or Jews Harp in a moment. Oh, I get it now. Okay. France 2022. I think he's rather attractive. (laughs) It is a bit France 2022, isn't it? Um... You can't take that instrument seriously. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sure it might be very culturally significant for them, but that is just daft, isn't it? Did this qualify? Hell no. I no, mean, actually, it, it, it qualified for the final of Easty Lowell. Oh, okay, okay. It came fifth yeah. in the final. I was surprised. <laughs> they did not get a chance to. The, the, this was not coming anywhere Europe. close to Eurovision. <laughs> These birds just fanning around on the. St- What's happening now? Just He's just chuntering. I think the thing oh, with this is that he doesn't. I feel like he can't take himself seriously. You can't take him seriously. I feel like he's laughing at it himself. I don't know if he's a bit nervous or embarrassed, but you can see. I think he's. I don't know. He's like holding back a bit. I will say though, there is something to it. Like there's definitely something there. He just needs a bit of retooling because at the moment it's giving me like Berlin fisting dungeon. <laughs> no fisting dungeon. <laughs> So he's cute as a button. I think that's the problem. It's all very shiny and clean, and they're trying to come across. The music feels quite like not well, yeah, a bit grungy it's almost. Almost a bit it? gritty, but it's very clean oh, and look shiny. Oh, ladies now. Do you know what it is? It feels like junior Eurovision. I feel like that's the problem. No, it doesn't. It feels if more you, junior. Right. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't say that if you knew what the lyrics were, because the opening lyrics are "My tongue moves quickly. My playing oh. is lube." Wow. Oh, well, then this isn't sexy at all, is it? <laughs> it's the least sexy thing. 
Is he like casting a spell on these women? Their clothes are far too clean. <laughs> oh, that that sound, that instrument is so distracting. It's a little bit like 70s Doctor Who sound effects, isn't it? It's like a kangaroo sound effect. I, I have no idea what's happening here. We've sort of been held back by the ropes. Again, like, he's kind of got a smirk on his face. And again, I don't know the lyrics. Maybe that's relevant. But I, I struggle to take it seriously because he's, he's singing through a smirk. There's too much. They've thrown too much at this. It's giving me... It's a little bit Leslie Roy Maps. There's too much on stage. Now he's a <laughs> And then he just ends. It just, right. just an abrupt end. Now, that was not great. I would not have thrown any money at that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was you know. Thank you for sharing that with us. There you go. You've you've seen something that did not <laughs> go anywhere near Eurovision from twenty sixteen. Um, Do people still play that? Does it have a lot of views? Is it a? I, I mean, let's have a look at the comments. Is anyone commenting that recently? Um, Might not all be in Estonia. <laughs> three months ago, someone was commenting on it. Um, oh, I don't okay. know what they were saying. Okay. So it's not faded into complete obscurity. But there's not there's not a lot of commentary on it recently. It didn't really make a huge waves in Estonia then. I don't think it did. No, <laughs> that's too bad. I feel like oh, Estonia well. have been out of out of the game for a while now. They need to get their shit together. <laughs> they need to get Curly out of the woods and give they her a little get... bit of a shake and a wake up and Why give her another never, chance. They never sent her. I do not know. They, so, she's tried once. Oh no, she tried for Melody Festival, isn't she? I feel like no, she tried. I feel like she tried for Estonia, but she didn't oh, really? manage it. But I don't know. Anyway, I, I was... feel like Estonia's not been pulling their weight at Eurovision. Mm. I can't even remember who, who did they even send last year. Oh, it was but the dude. This um, year, was some guy singing like a country kind of song that it was I that sound like heroes. Oh, yeah, yes. it did sound like yes. heroes. That um, ruined it for me. Yeah, I mean that actually did fairly well, didn't it? But um... he really, really suffered from the kinetic sun, didn't he? Oh no! Don't the mention sun. the sun. Leave <laughs> the sun out of it. We we managed to forget that, and you're bringing it back up. I will up. never forget. I was, trauma, I, trauma. I'm still, I'm still upset about it. That whole that whole thing was a disaster, wasn't it? The whole show yeah. was a disaster. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, don't send it there again. Would it be an Italian show if it wasn't? A complete screw up. Just <laughs> going, I mean, no, 1991, and now that one is like a lot of. I wonder if it was the when we said we watched a bunch of the national finals and we skipped one. It may have been Italy's that we were like, San this Remo. is just too it, long. Yeah, we didn't watch this year's San Remo, or was it last year? Because we watched the year before, and it was it's so long. It's was so it, long. Was it last year where they had loads of balloons in the audience? For one of the nights. Oh, no, I don't know. Was it? I can't remember. Oh, that. because was it still COVID? -y? It was still COVID. -y, and, yeah. Yes, Balloons. and they wanted to give the illusion of like a crowd for like <laughs> oh, a long shot. God, what's that? I eyes on them. All about that. That's so stupid. I mean, it's kind of clever, but also a bit sinister. Would you rather that or El, or per voce per San Marino? What what's are you that, saying? What's that one called? Una, San, vo Sa Una voce per, per San, Marino. San Marino. Yeah, I remember and Sinead carried that whole thing on her back. Bless her. It was yeah, last year, wasn't it? That. There was um, a lad at Luton Pride this year who was actually one of the finalists for Una no. voce per, per San Marino. Well, because they'll have anyone, won't they? <laughs> no offence about... to the guy at Pride, but they'll have well, anyone. Well, I mean, it's going to make one of my questions really awkward because I was going to uh, mention, you know, your song, Legendary Creature, feels very Eurovision-y to me. Well, but 
It, we can't enter that now. Well, you can't. No. But, but I was going to say, is there any songs coming up? And could you maybe enter Una Voce per San Marino? Was genuinely one of my questions. <laughs> well, I'm going I to would. Ask. And now you're slagging the competition off. Oh, I would for the crack. That would be hilarious. But we can't really <laughs> sing, so it there would be is, a disaster. There is music in the words in the works, though, and. I, I verbatim, one of the things I said to the producer was, can you turn this into a Eurovision banger? That is the exact quote that I've given the producer. So we shall see what happens with that. I can't wait for that because that is exactly what I would like to, to see <laughs> Listen, you if you Listen, if you end up going to San Marino, I'm not taking you to the airport. You can get there yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are your plans for Eurovision next year? Because obviously we're hosting it in the UK. Are you going to be oh up there? Oh my God, we are. We yes. have booked accommodation for the week. We are going to try and get whatever tickets we can to any of the shows. Um, we would like to host a viewing party for the grand final. So we're not going to set up there for the grand final. I think we come back the day before. I would hate to spend the grand final there. Yes. I've got to have like shit around me and be like, be at home. But I would really love to get tickets to maybe a jury show, even one of the like family shows, just, just and anything we can. But we've, we've got accommodation yeah. for the pretty much the whole week. So yeah, I'd be happy with just good. one show of some description yes. would be fine. Just to even just to kind of like be there um so it could never, be atmosphere yes yeah that kind of thing um so um you know we got we're staying where are we going chester is it chester yeah um which we because obviously it's tricky finding like accommodation been a bit difficult um, yeah so it's not far off but we've been no, aside we like to, a half hour car journey or there's a train which is direct as well so we're, i think we're in a good yeah position. and we spoke to a lady in in or she, she said she lived in chester for a while and um she's told us all kind of like um touristy ship yeah there's lots of things to see and do it anyway. sounds like a really nice place so it's and we've like, never been to it's Liverpool gonna be before exciting either. but yeah so long as we get home for the final because i have to yes. be at home for that yeah i mean uh, I've, I've said it before you know i've got a similar issue because uh my fiance sarah is a teacher so we can't go during a week uh but she doesn't work friday so we're we're aiming for in order of preference grand final jury final on the friday night and then the family show on a saturday afternoon Oh, fingers crossed! For yeah, you. something. So yeah. at least you know. Fingers, fingers crossed. We'll see the songs performed on stage. Mm. Yes, and hopefully they will be not shit. Good. <laughs> I mean, they've. I feel like it's been ramping up and up and up. Like I don't know, twenty twenty one was just so great. It was so good. Last year was also pretty strong. Yes, but I just, I just, there's always that worry, isn't there? I mean, I know everyone always talks about you might have had like eight songs or something, and everyone takes to Twitter and they're like, "Worst year ever." But it, I don't know, it kind of you get to halfway through and you think like, "Oh no, I haven't found they haven't released the one yet." You know, the (laughs) one, the one that you just like play over and over again. So I don't know whether it will be as strong as 2021. I think song wise, I mean, all our eyes are going to be on the UK. I think we've got a lot to live up to. They will to have prove. they will have trawled through so much shit. Especially with how strong our entry is, our comeback to junior. Clearly someone somewhere is is aware, trying to make an effort, trying to make sure we're not a laughing stock. I so love it. I love I, that we're kind of making that effort. Um, yes. We could be hosting twice next year. This is what I mean. I think it will could be. I think we will. We will enter something strong because they couldn't. They I won't possibly. So. They've got enough time. There's. They've got obviously a, a smart group of people doing it, and there's no way they would risk. I feel like with Sam Ryder now, I'm quite. 
I'm quietly confident to just sit back and see what is selected as opposed to saying, oh, they should choose so-and-so, they should choose so-and-so. Mm. Because I I feel now I have more of a confidence that if they select someone I've not heard of before, that might not be a bad thing. Mm. They've got I the right s- people making the choices. Yes. I want Finally. them to send Ray. <laughs> yes. I know, right? I just, I, I feel like... Is she like, with Tab? No, I don't know if she is, but... I think um, she might... We, I know, she's independent now, isn't she? It's so Tap, isn't it? Is it tap? Yeah, it's Tap Music, yeah. yeah. Tab, so I looked soft drink. On, I looked on their um, website, their roster, and they have got so many artists on there that I, I had no idea how many artists they had. I think they've also got the benefit of not being... Like uh, when it was... Um, oh, what's a guy who wore the terrible gold lame thing for his rehearsal last year? Oh... James Newman, um, so oh, he was signed oh, to BMI. No. Whereas with Tap, they're a music management company, so yes. they can kind of not—they're not tied to a record label. They can go yes. to their artists they look after on different labels, and yeah. they don't have to stick to someone on their label. Like, uh, so it is BMI, isn't it? Was that? It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, Sony. Yeah, I'm like, I always get the music company, and then there's um, an aeroplane company with a similar name, and I always get the two confused. <laughs> BMI, isn't BMI it? BMI is an airline. airplane company, isn't it? No, is it? it's not. It's Sony something. It's Sony BM something. <laughs> it's not BMG. BMW. BMG, B- that's the one, yes. BMG. Oh, yes, yes, I always yes, get BMI BMG. and BMG mixed up. BMG. Who the hell's BMI? That's an airplane uh, uh, airplane company. Like. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I th- I've, I've never... Um, Body I, mass index. I don't think... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually just kind of like reclined in the knowledge that I, or like I feel comfortable with what they're going to do. Like yeah. I've never, I've always just been like, oh God, what is going to happen? Why? How can it all go so disastrously wrong? And yeah, this year I feel like, oh no, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like just let them get on with yeah, it. I, yeah. Let them do their shit. I feel, I think they're onto a cautiously winner. Cautiously rela- relaxed. And I think as well, you know, after hosting next year, next year is not the year we'd need to win. Because we can kind of go, we just need to stay in that top 10 bracket. Yeah. Yes. Stay like, you know, oh, UK could win again very soon. A hundred percent. We don't need to like win. This is a winning song. We don't need to win for 10 years. We just need to, like you say, maintain a respectable position. Yes. There yeah. just needs to be a modicum of respect. We just need to be seen once again as a serious competitor. Yeah. I think we will be onto a winner if they keep doing what they're doing will be will be good mm. i would say another win within five years at this rate if we keep mm. this level i mean don't go overboard at this rate it's one we came second once yeah but if then we're was... doing well at junior eurovision by the looks of things obviously it's too early to oh, say yeah, but... but does anyone really care about junior eurovision? yeah people really care listen yeah. we really care watched junior eurovision for the first time ever last year we have a friend who works on it and so we kind of were like, oh, you know what? We'll maybe just dip our toes in and see what's what. Half of them, well, that's generous. Maybe like no. three of them were palatable. Yeah, last year was a real slog. I mean, when f- the French kid came out, that shit got muted so fast. <laughs> I don't I don't know why Junior Eurovision, there's, there's such an occupation, or I don't know, the songs all sound like they're just very onomatopoeic. It's just noises. They're just, they just kind of shout yes, noises. That's a really good point. I, I mean, one of my favourite Junior Eurovision songs is Bzz by Bzzikabee. Oh, exactly. So Do you know what infamous, I mean? It's like it? that or it's like... Like TikTok or Bing Bang, or there's one this year, blah, blah. But it's just noises all the time. Like, it's just very aggressively irritating. I think that's probably why the UK has probably one of the best songs. It's it's genuinely a sort of 
not grown up, but it's a very teenage song. Yes, it's grown up. I mean, it what is did, quite grown up. Yeah. What was the the what did they say? It was actually about a oh, best it's, friend. It's, it's about um, past friendships, but like str- struggling with like old friendships. I mean, sure. Like, it's, it's about fuckboy. Oh, let's be honest. Sure, Jan. <laughs> it's about dealing with a fuckboy. But okay. <laughs> Don't say fuckboy. She's a child. That's what the song is about. <laughs> Mate, that she loves that it. song. You sing that song. You put that song on all the yeah, time. I, really I don't like think it. it's that good. It's one remix away from being played in the clubs. I, I it's think it, fine. it's very good when it comes to Junior Eurovision song quality. I yes. just, I really think Ireland deserved to win it this year. That song is beautiful. Yeah. I, and she just could not yeah. be more Irish. Unless like a, a leprechaun took a dump on her head, she could not be more Irish. It's just gorgeous. She's got all the red hair and she's on a cliff. They love running in nature, don't they? Yeah. That that sort. I agree. Children that, that are is leprechauns. A song. Irish people. Oh, just Irish people in general. Yes. Bit of column A, bit of column B. <laughs> so, uh, listener question from fellow uh, Patreon member Kim would Hi, like to Kim. know your favourite and least favourite Eurovision songs ever. Kim, as in that one oh, chick. Oh, Kim. Oh, Kim. Oh, she just will not stop talking about breasts. It gets so old. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite and least favourite. I can answer this immediately, so I'm going to go. I think I've got my favourite. Well, my favourite is Leslie Roy Maps. I listen to that song all the time. Again, Irish lady running around in nature. It just makes me feel like it's just the most motivational, lovely song. I just don't like to think about her doing it live because that's neither here nor there. That was traumatic. The video, it's just such a gorgeous song. I feel like it was not... Yes, it was not handled very well. But anyway, neither here nor there. It was just over-ambitious staging with the time they had. I fully believe that with more time, she could have nailed that. My, I thought it was a really clever idea. Yes. It was in theory, but it I don't know. I just think... It was, it was too ambitious. It's such a powerful song to sing. Like People would struggle singing that live, just standing on the spot. So why they decided to make her run? Anyway, it's Taylor's oldest time. My least favourite, though, I'm going to... I have never been so vindicated in my entire life as to when this song did not qualify because I thought it was so irritating. And I can't for the life of me remember what country it is now. Um, but it was... Oh, Croatia, I think it was. Um, Albina TikTok. TikTok, oh. da, 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 people one. loved that come song on, come on. it's just so oh, annoying that. in my ear holes <laughs> i used to fucking seethe when that came on and people would be like uh yeah she's so amazing oh my god she's gonna qualify she's gonna win that and i'd be like it's not first of all it's not gonna win don't be so fucking idiotic <laughs> and when it didn't qualify i was like yes thank you thank you thank I you that. dreadful oh god it's so annoying my, I quite like that. <laughs> my favourite, I think... Oh, this is really hard. Um, probably, I think the, the, the best... I would go with the best, and yeah, my favourite, it would be A Sound of Silence by Damien. Oh, lovely. I Good just think choice. that's like the perfect Eurovision oh. song performance. Fucking like, rock. that should be the standard. If you're going to do a ballad, that should be the standard. Everything. Staging, styling... That should be. The I remember being for a furious when that didn't win, but then oh, I need. Sarah was like, "I'm not watching next year." She was like, "Well, I had I'm to have it explained it. to me why Ukraine probably won." I didn't really get the full context of it, and in, in hindsight, perfectly happy that Ukraine won. I think Dami got her moment, um, and you know, if we're to believe some rumours, Nova, 
Oh, yeah. She might be making a return. Have you mm. heard this? I have heard that, that she's looking at throwing a hat into the ring. I've got to be honest, I want Voyager to have their moment at Eurovision because oh, I was like gutted. That. Oh, yeah. That was, I was great. I that didn't win um, yeah. the Australian uh, Australia, selection. Australia has a lot of talent. That they Do you know what? Funnily enough, if they had lot. sent Voyager, they might have got more points. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. that would have qualified easy, and that, that yeah. would have had some points thrown at it. We were talking about this earlier on, how bizarre it was that he got, like, absolute peanuts in the end, Sheldon Riley. But, um, yeah, Voyager should have another go. I don't know. Dami Im has – she started out real strong. I mean, recently she's released some very it's, mediocre it's, stuff. To me, it's just, like, insipid, harmless – non kind of pop music and i'm sure the lonely cactus i'm sure the lyrics are very sweet and but it kind of angles more towards like almost children to me like this is something that i could see being on like cbbc or something like that what's your least favorite song then so there are so so many and if oh I, my god! If oh I my really, god. so many songs I fucking hate. Yeah, well, there are. If I really thought about it, I might think of another one that I hate more than this. But this one I really, really hate, and it's quite ironic because it's Gendrick. I don't feel hate. Oh yeah, that was terrible. That, wasn't that it? gives me like the ick. Yeah, you feel itchy when that comes on. Um, that was that was actually pretty. Shocking. I'm sure. Like I, I know there are others, but, but that was the first one that came into my head. So I must have quite. As a ukulele player, I can completely understand why you hate that. Oh. I mean, I I quite like it, but I can I completely understand why a lot of people would hear a ukulele and go, absolutely no way, no thank the you. Ukulele nah. is not is is the least. <laughs> no, of its ukulele problems. is charming. That song was the ukulele but is the least of its problems. It's pretty well, obnoxious in a way. Yeah. That's the word. I I liked it, but I can I can absolutely see why people would find it obnoxious. It's very almost children's TV presentery. It was that, but the thing is, like the worst part of it for me is when the when the production goes a bit more pop and it has it loses the acoustic ukulele and it has more production and has that drop. That's the worst part. I want to keep the ukulele. Yeah. I just don't want any bit. of it. I don't want any of it. You no, should check none out none of it. There's another song of of Yendrix, um called uh, I think it's called TBD. I think I'll send you the link for it, um, and I'll pop it in I the show notes promise, as well. I can't <laughs> promise we're going to click all, on that. It's all just ukulele led. It's actually quite nice and mellow and quite soft and lovely. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Enduring that delightful song about jaw harps. Oh my gosh, I'll never forget it. <laughs> I've never Absolutely heard was of a not jaw about harp. I mean, it's like it's just like a piece of metal you put in your mouth and you just twang it and you, I've, you I've change the shape it. of your mouth. I've never seen and it. It makes a different it. sound. It's clever. Like I think it's a nice. It's cute, but it just it's, it kind of veers a bit comical. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, I don't think they took themselves seriously, and that's the problem. There was no what's the word? It wasn't authentic. Should have just sent James Newman. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for having us, then, doll. Yeah, so before you go, where can people find you on the internets? If you go to youtube.com forward slash Novimpia, that is N-O-V-Y-M-P-I-A, all of our social media is on the About tab there. You pretty much find us everywhere. Oh, you could pick up a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We've had so much fun. Thanks, then, doll. No worries. So, till next time. Bye. Bye. La 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 la